Hello, and welcome to the Torch Tonight podcast. I'm joined with Jack from the Crooks. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm excellent, mate. I'm excellent. So, you have, you're all from Chesterfield, that right? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. all from Chesterfield, all yeah. grown up in a similar area and that, yeah. So, did you, um, how did you guys come together then? Was it like through like school, college, that kind of thing? or? Um, well, Chris and Dunk met in college. He was the bassist and guitarist. Mm. Um, and they basically went to a gig together and thought, oh, it'd be a great idea to start a band. So they did. And um, they knew the drummer and who used to be the guitarist. So they got together and then the old guitarist knew me and I come in. So I, I sort of didn't even know them before the band, really. And it's it's funny that I've turned out to be like closer with them than I were the mm. people who brought me into the band. So, uh yeah, Chris and Dunk went to college together and that's how it come about, basically. Is there anything like, um, any like story behind the band name or is it just one of those ones that's like, oh, back then, uh, that was thick kind of thing? No, it's um, because we're all from Chesterfield, the uh, iconic landmark in Chesterfield is the Crooked Spire. So uh, it came about through that, basically. I didn't know it, that. It took a long time to come up with a band name that stuck, to be fair. Mm. So, uh, you gotta have something that's like, um, that's like kind of like not too long, and then something like bang, bang. Yeah, there's a lot of the you know, a lot of indie bands nowadays that fucking it's like a title or a book sort of thing, isn't it? Mm. So, no, it's sharp and sweet. Yeah, it's like, um, like Catfish, that's a long name. I don't know why that's that long, but. It is what it is, man. Mm. Every name's been taken, do you know what I mean? It yeah, just is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, I suppose. Yeah. If you like it, then that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, you have quite an oasis-y kind of, that kind of era sound to your music. Would you say <coughs> Oasis are a main influence, or would you say it's different? I think um, it definitely was, for me, at the very beginning of the band, I was just going through a, period in my life where I was it was like when I was at uh, my younger years Oasis had just sort of broke up and everything so mm. I wasn't like massively into it uh, in my like you know younger teens and stuff but growing up and you know at like 18, 19, 20 I started to really get onto that scene and it's not just Oasis it's a lot of the 90s vibe mm. um, and I guess it's a similar thing for the other lads in the band but I think um Probably his first few releases are probably more on the Oasis side mm. because we've sort of come away from that organically in a way. But um, I think it's sort of stuck with the fans in that way because I've got quite a husky voice, which obviously mimics Liam in a, in a way. Yeah. But no, I, was thinking, <clears throat> I was thinking that when I was listening, I was like, oh, the vocals are quite quite similar. Yeah, I think it's because we're, we're sort of northern. We're, you know, mm. we're at the north north side at Midlands, so it's a similar accent. And mm. me having a naturally husky voice and stuff, it sort of comes on to that a bit. But, um, yeah, you know, it's not a bad thing. They were one of the best yeah. bands to ever been on the fucking earth. So, you know, it's a compliment yeah, at the end of the day. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, like, future plans, so, like, anything... And happening or anything like that like obviously it's hard with what's going on at the moment <clears throat> yeah well we've been in and out at studio a few times working on a few different different projects mm. um 
there's probably record we've recorded a few songs along the way some will be heard some might not and whatnot and in the foreseeable future that of course there'll be music that gets released uh i don't know i don't know when but obviously this year sometime hopefully and uh it's sort of the same thing with gigging we've obviously got a lot of gigs um booked in this year but obviously we've got to see what happens with the world to see whether they go ahead so yeah of course yeah so like as a band do you have like a particular writing process or is it someone in like a room will just string something together on a guitar or is it like you'll have to be jamming and then something will come that way it's uh it's been different for different songs basically mm. uh, chris and dunk are like the main songwriters in the band um, a lot of the songs in the back catalogue were probably wrote on an acoustic guitar by either of them. Mm. Uh, they'll get brought to the band and obviously things get changed between the band and it becomes a full band, you know, product. But um, more recently, it's uh, been something that we've sort of done together in a way. But the bare bones of the song, when it comes to the chords and the, you know, the melodies of the vocals, etc., that a lot of that's done one man and a guitar, really. It's more... Oh, I've got this idea or this song, you know, how do we feel about it? And then it develops in the band. So, yeah, yeah that's the way. So it's because everyone can add their own little um, little bit to it. And then there's something, uh, maybe tweak it that way. And I suppose it's quite good and it makes yeah, you of better course, musicians as well, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. Obviously, especially for drummer, obviously, if Dunk wrote a song at home, you know, on his, on his acoustic and had some vocal melodies. He's not got any idea really how the drums would be on it. So the, the drums are obviously done mm. in a practice room or whatever by the drummer solely. And it's sort of the same with the bass. And then with the vocals, it's like he'll write the uh, majority of lyrics and majority of vocal melody, but there might be something that would suit my voice more than his. So it gets altered slightly and stuff like that. But mm. yeah, like I say, the bare bones of it is usually done between Chris and Dunk really. Um, live shows. Do you like? Do you have a particular favourite one that you've played before? Like one that sticks in there. <clears throat> I think one of our most underrated songs, probably because of uh, it coming quite early in our back catalogue with how the mix went and stuff like that, is Crystallize. Mm. Um, that song when we play it live, there's a lot of attitude and a lot of, you know, it gets me going and it gets the crowd going. So. I think that's uh, yeah underrated. Like I say, um, is it like is it like not weird, but is it quite must be quite heartwarming to see people go like mad to all your songs? Though, like, must be quite a weird feeling at the same time. Oh man, definitely. You know, we're just uh, you know working class lads from a market town. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, uh, especially when we travel as well. Like, you know, we've travelled up and down country. Well briefly at the start of last year um and there's people coming from well we've had someone fly over from germany to come and see us do you know what i mean so it's it, mad it's it mad uh i remember the first time that the crowd like sang a song back to us and honestly we all felt it man it's mm. it's crazy really but yeah, it must be quite like a surreal feeling yeah of course it's what we do it for though isn't it yeah of course yeah so right you've been you you guys have been booked to play a gig but two bands are pulled out and you have the choice to put any band on with you, like any band at all, who would you put on with you? Um, I say 
there's a band that we actually did a gig with. Um, well, we've actually played on the same bill twice as them, and they're called Fever. They're, they're a band that um, also work with this feeling that we do, and they really surprised me. Uh, their life sounds really good, to be fair. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to say anyone big, because obviously we need to headline it, don't we? Yeah, of course, uh, yeah. But, so, I'll tell you what, someone who I'd like to um, speak to backstage and stuff and get a bit of... Um, advice off of Richard Ashcroft mm. because I think he's an absolute legend man so yeah, if he could open up with his acoustic set and then we come yeah. on and blow the lid off that'd be sick he's, yeah. just got, he's just got to get the crowd warmed up hasn't he really it's, yeah of course that's all he's there for you know like, play a bit of sweet symphony that'll go down oh, right oh yeah you can imagine and then yeah we'll kick off from there so how much has the pandemic affected you guys as a band like obviously it's affected everyone but especially in the like the arts industry and that it's it's proper taken a beating so how's it like affected you guys it's unbelievable mate the mm. the stuff that we had booked last year that didn't go ahead it would have it's like a you know make or break moment we had a sold out tour in march and april that we just started but um unfortunately we had to obviously all stop mm. and you know we had all festivals booked in the summer and all that sort of thing so obviously all that's been on the back burner and uh for the majority of last year we didn't even get together as a band because of pandemic because mm. some of us have got like uh you know vulnerable people in his family and stuff like that so we had yeah. to be careful so it's it's literally been a year off do you know what i mean it's only yeah. been since i think first time we got together properly and got into a studio in November. So it was, you know, the whole last year, it were a complete write off really. Mm. And we're just hoping that, you know, there's obviously bands that are now coming through that have sort of worked hard this year when they've, they've been able to get together behind closed doors and whatnot, and they're coming through now. And we're just hoping we still get our chance to do all that thing. Whereas, you know, there'll be a bit of a buzz about them because they're nice and new and stuff, but, mm. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, there's hopefully new music coming out soon and stuff, and it'll get things kicked kick started again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, I think the sooner we're all out of this, the better it is. Because I don't know, like, life is just it's just quite dull, isn't it, at the moment? Of course, it is, man. Weather don't help either. No, we were different last year when we were all just chilling yeah, on back like, gardens and that, yeah, but having like a few drinks and that is nice and that, but like now yeah. it's, it's just grim and raining and cold, and it's just a uh, Shit. So good. Yeah. Just gonna sort of turn away from music now. Like, it's a bit of a random throw question, but what what is your go-to takeaway? Like, what would you what would you go for? Oh man! I know I dropped this one in there, and then this is everyone's reaction. They're like, oh no, because it's just like it's right on the spot, do, isn't it? Do you know? I don't I don't actually eat that many of them, to be fair. But I have I've started to recently a bit mm. more. And it's either between these two, and it's either a calzone from pizza shop or a proper Chinese, a proper yeah, good right. Chinese though. None of this like chips, rice, and chicken curry or out like some proper Chinese food. Mm. Yeah, that that's me. Fucking hell, you'd be alright asking anyone else in bands. They have one every <laughs> other fucking night. But especially after they've like done a gig or something, so uh, should they were uh, get a takeaway? Sure, why not? 
Yeah, we were bad for it last year. It's mad because like where I live, like I live like here, obviously, then like down that way is a Chinese, and that way is a chippy, yeah. and then that way as well as an Indian. So I, I'm, I'm a bit fucked. Bit of a choice. Yeah, it's a bit bad though. Like it's obviously it's nice, but money wise, not ideal. No man, especially when like furlough is a thing and that. Yeah, of course, and it's easy to. Uh... Like I say, especially this time of year when it's dull and grim, you can't be bothered to cook and clean and all the rest of it. it, You soon fall into a trap, don't you? And it's happened Mm. to me this last month, but, you know, it is what it is. It is. Are you a football fan? Massive football fan. Do you uh, you, you support anyone? Yeah, support Chesterfield downtown. Nice, nice. nice. Um, Chris and Dunk both support Chesterfield. I think Dunk's a gunner as well because I think his dad were from Ivory when he were younger and stuff, oh, so he's got yeah. a bit of that in blood. But um, yeah, we're all Chesterfield mad, mate. Nice. What is it? Conference there now? Was it Leeds? Yeah. Let's not let's not talk about that. No, mate. no, no. Because no, like I'm about to drop who I support, and you can just rip. Like, I support Bournemouth, right? And yeah. Just, in fact, tell you what, I remember. Our last game at Saltergate, at our last football ground, was against Bournemouth, and I was there. And uh, the difference in the five years, you know, you went mm. up to Prem and we were sat in League Two, do you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, it's mad. It's just, it's just luck, though, isn't it? We just got uh, quite a rich owner in, and then that was it. Yeah. Right? And obviously, Eddie yeah. Howe and that, but... Mate, it's, fuck- it's beautiful, isn't it? You know, mm. you've got the same size ground as us and everything, and we're in conference, so, you know... If only, if only we got some rich owner and that. Yeah. But we're doing all right, I minute. Mean, to be fair, man, we're doing all right. Yeah, you are. You are one of those like proper football clubs, though. Like, yeah, like, man, we've been like, FA Cup semi final and all sorts, yeah, haven't we? Like, so. you're just, um, just one of those old school proper football clubs. Not like, I don't want to say them like Man City or something. Yeah, yeah. Because like, then, like, don't know. It is, man. It's all about them away games and uh, nitty-gritty mm. football grounds and stuff. The, um, That's what it's all about. The away days in, like, like Championship League 1, League 2 and the, and the rest of those leagues yeah. are so much better than the ones in the Prem. I know, man, yeah. Uh, I've been to Wembley a couple of times mm. watching Chesterfield. And uh, obviously, it's a great experience and stuff, but it's not like going to fucking Port Vale away or something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's completely different, isn't it? Mm. But um, yeah, I miss it, man. It's been yeah. weird not going. Yeah, it's weird, like watching, um, like watching it all like on the streams now and that. Well, I know yeah, it's good yeah. anyway, but watching it. But at the same time, it's a nice kind of experience because like you get to hear everything. Yeah, yeah. Like with the players. Having a go at each other and like the managers kicking off, it's quite, it's quite interesting here. You don't normally hear it because it's always banked up by the fans. Yeah, of course, man. You would say, so you're chilling on like a, I don't know, like a Friday evening, not going out. What would you put on, like music-wise, uh, or TV, TV or film? I've just started watching uh, The Office. I've never watched it. Oh, which one are you watching? UK uh, well, to be fair, I started the US one and I thought I might give the UK one a, a mm. go first just because I prefer Ricky Gervais. Like, but, yeah, he's funny, uh, isn't it? Well, it's a bit of a compromise between me and the missus, so 
we tried to find something that we'd both get into and we're into all these uh, murder documentaries and that. Yeah, so there's a lot that's of them. the go-to. They seem quite popular, don't they? Netflix yeah, are yeah. always always chiming them out, aren't they? Yeah, of course they are. Always fair to know people watch them and that. Yeah, it's it's a compromise, but we've both got to be enjoying what we're watching. If it up to me, man, I'm I'm into all my like uh, physics and sciencey stuff and space and all that, but oh, really? it bores her. Yeah, it bores her, mate. So, did you did you have like a favourite film or anything like that? I'm not really into like um, sci-fi, like science fiction or anything. Yeah. It's more just you know this whole like Brian Cox about the universe and all that sort of oh, thing. Yeah. That, sort of stuff man. it is mad if you actually like take the time to like watch that kind of stuff and listen to it like it is mad it blows your mind sometimes it's not you know it sometimes it's really. like, nah, that's not real is it but yes. it is but like it's like now nah. yeah yeah um yeah so thank you for coming on it's been great um you can listen to the crooks on spotify and all other streaming services yeah, cool. And you can find us on YouTube, Spotify. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Thank you.